ain't gonna argue, I ain't gonna fight. I gave up on doing CL tonight. Nothing good ever comes on wasting breath. Round and round on the floor, I wept. I ain't gonna argue, I ain't gonna fight. Gave up on doing CL tonight. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow. I want every hour things to get more sour. I ain't gonna argue, I ain't gonna fight. Gave up on doing CL tonight. Everything's wrong, everything stinks. Only thing they broke in Hallelujah is the kitchen sink. I ain't gonna argue, I ain't gonna fight. I gave up on doing CL tonight. If I hear those words one more time, go sit very still and scream in my mind. I ain't gonna argue, I ain't gonna fight. I gave up on doing CL tonight. Everything's wrong, everything stinks. The only thing that broke a hallelujah is the kitchen sink. Well, well, well. Welcome to Mr. and Mrs. Smith Talk Relationships. I am Mrs. Smith. And I am uh, Mr. Smith. Go yes. figure. Go figure, <laughs> Go right? figure. <laughs> and uh, today we're doing a special thing. We're, we, this year we decided to take the show on the road. Right. And uh, we're basically doing the podcast everywhere we go live. Right. So this is no different from others. Right. It made, it's, cr- it's, so much, it's so crowded here. I can't even, I can't, yeah. can't think straight. Well, we, think got straight. The, uh, we have the, uh, the little acoustic you know, thing put up so people won't be talking and coming in our sound. Right, so right, right. So if you don't hear anything, that's what's going on. <laughs> but if you don't believe us, uh, cheer up, people. Say right. hello. Hello. <laughs> yeah. So there's, there's, there's a couple of people here. Right. And Biggie, Biggie Small showed up. Yeah, Biggie Small is here. Biggie Small showed up. Biggie Small, some angry lady on the wall. Um, some sad kids. Sad kids. Is that Boy George over there? Who's that? Uh, that's an Asian lady man. Oh, okay. Well, anyway. An Asian lady man. Uh, I can't tell. An ambiguous, ambiguous Asian figure. Asian yeah, person. ambiguous. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, today is a special show. We have a good friend of ours who is a love guru. I hate being called that. Love. Okay, is, hate I'm guru. sorry. <laughs> right? No, no, no. Not guru. I'm not a guru. Not a guru. Yeah, you I just, try. Well, just well, write about love and relationships. Right. Guru kind of implies that you like know everything. You about studied it this for 20 years. Yeah, she well, was no, born studying nothing. love. Yeah. yeah. No. But no, uh, she's she's also an editor of JetMagazine.com Ed- and Ebony. Ebony.com. And also uh, she used to work at NPR Vocalo, and that's how actually how we met her. Yeah. She was so the producer. Yeah. I'm well, gonna tell her my name. Yeah. <laughs> right. I know. No, no, we're she, trying to build she, it up. We're, we're trying to build it up. up. This is like it up. <laughs> A 20-minute build-up, and then we like, <laughs> Chantella Jameson in the house, ladies Woo! and gentlemen. Yeah. I'm really glad to be here. You know, I yeah. always have a lot of fun with you guys, and it's been a long time coming, because I think the last time I appeared on you guys' podcast, yeah. we were doing a live stream. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. And it was a couple of years ago, and I had a lot of fun. Yeah. That was when we were, like, filming in, like, a... Uh, an apartment. Yeah, it was somebody's <laughs> apartment. apartment. Yeah. Chilling. We had the, the giggity... Uh, Giggity live TV stream. That was what it, that it was. And I had so much fun. Yeah, that was cool. Was that was dope. cool. The, the Rebellion Network. That's where we were on before. That's they where were, we started. They were, you know, Nick was super cool to help us out and show us the ropes. And now we're doing it on our own. We've nice. grown up. As it should be. We've grown up. But uh, yeah, we're here today with Chantel Jameson <laughs> live at the Silver Room. On By the way, Sunday. the Silver Room. If you if you've never been to the Silver Room, you should come out and check it out because it is a uh, jewelry store slash clothing store slash art gallery slash record store slash, slash community community uh, hangout. Uh, they do massages here. They teach French no classes. No happy ending. <laughs> All right, just had to throw that one in there. <laughs> you knew it was coming. <laughs> you know uh, your wife. Right. <laughs> you and, know her. And they do a lot of things. And, and actually, the Silver Room is the place where we have Mr. and Mrs. Smith Comedy Showcase. So... Uh, you know, check out their calendar. They got a bunch of events going on here. And uh, without further ado, let's get into this. Let's, let's talk about Chantel. I got to get some off my chest. First. Right. What's going you on? You know, before we go into the whole usual, oh, tell me about yourself and some of the things that you do. Just, yeah. just getting here was kind of odd. I had a weird situation just now about 10 minutes ago. Oh, oh that's, yeah. yeah. Well, we know what happened, but that's, that's yeah, you guys t- know what happened. Let's discuss. Let's discuss. This. You know, it was just, you know, this, this guy shows up. And, you know, I'm used to people who I don't know showing up to my events. I actually want people who I don't know to show up to my events. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's the kind of the, the name of the game and everything. Right. But the way that I was approached was very, very strange. It was very weird. It was very awkward. 
you know how somebody walks up to you and they usually introduce themselves, you know, and, you know, this guy didn't. He didn't introduce himself. He said, I know you. You know, I found you on Facebook. And I'm like, okay, um, how'd you find me? And he says, well, you host events at the M Lounge, which I do. I host events at the M Lounge um, every third or fourth Sunday of the month. Uh, on love and relationships. Mm. And then he proceeds to ask me all of these very invasive questions. How old are you? Are you in a relationship? How did this start? What is this? All of this stuff. And I'm like, dude, I don't know you. <laughs> I don't know you. you Where know? did you get your hair done? You know? you right, yeah, right. So did you, you shower saying? today? You <laughs> know, did you, did you, did you shave your legs? Like, <laughs> what type I'm of like, soap do you use? You know, you know, I understand maybe possibly wanting to get to know somebody, but a word of advice for the men out there and, and some of the women who tend to, you know, approach people in, in any regard, you always introduce yourself first. Yeah. With a stranger, you always tell them why you're there and why you're approaching them. You do not proceed to ask them invasive questions yeah. like, how old are you? Are you in a relationship? And when the, with the relationship question, I said, I'm not answering that. And then he proceeds to say, why? And I said, because I don't want to. And I just leave it like that. So just a little word of advice, you know, because you come off as weird and creepy, even <laughs> if that's not your intention. He was here before everyone got here. Yeah, and he said, he said, you know, and I invited him out to the M Lounge, and I'll gladly tell him all this to his face next time I see him because I'm not, I'm not afraid. I'm not some kind of, you know, some women tend to be like, oh, my God, people are creepy. I'm not, I'm like, you're creepy, but I'm not afraid, right. you know. So it's a, it's a little different with me, but... You know, it's it's just you don't you don't you don't invade people's space like that. Yeah. Right. You know, you just don't. He proceeded to say, "I'm not stalking you or anything." I'm like, "Okay, well, tell me how the hell you found me." Right. <laughs> you know, how did you find me? If you're not stalking me, tell me how'd you find me? Just on Facebook, mutual friends. Okay, I get that. Just little weirdness that took place that I wasn't right. I wasn't messing with too much. You know, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> and if you're here for the event, then you leave. Right. right. Then you leave. Now, I'm, I'm not going to say any names, but I do have the name. And, you know, if he does show up to the February 21st event or if you happen to listen to this podcast before then, you do have a chance to maybe make a different impression. Yeah. Unless you just meant to be creepy. But that was creepy <laughs> as hell. And I hope that you do understand that that was creepy and you just don't walk up to people who you do not know and start asking invasive questions. Right. Just want right. to get that off my chest. I mean, I think that's a great thing because nowadays, um, you know... I think that's a great thing? No, no, like, the, <laughs> what a great, not having a creepy guy, but it's like being a strong woman because sometimes you get scared. I mean, I've, I've been scared before. I didn't know what to do. I'm never scared know? for and, whatever and so reason. Like, I'm, I'm never scared. That's okay. That's good. You know, it's just weird. With the way the, the way we're living in the world, there's people trolling you around and you don't even know they're following you around, you know? Right. On Facebook, Instagram, so social media stuff, and then you're like, oh, I know about this and that, and I'm like, oh, okay. You had ice cream the other day. Well, sometimes people <laughs> go around and they, they see people and they basically create this image of the person in their head and they think this is how they are, and you know, and then they, when they meet the person or see the person, they actually act like you're the person that's in their head, you know? Right, instead exactly. Of, instead of just, like, I'm a human being. If you see me around, you know, doing comedy or, or writing or hosting events or stuff, you know, you can come know me, but... You, you can come know. say, what's up? Say yeah. you're funny, but, uh, but you don't you don't really know me. Yeah, exactly. And if you right. want to get to know me, then take the appropriate steps and channels, but you just don't right. act like you know me. And I think a lot of people have issues like that where they you know kind of interact with people on social media which this guy has never i've never seen or heard of this guy at all until today i have his name now right but you know it, they they think that on social media you know they they know you right and it's like no <laughs> you you don't know me you it's, know. it's interesting you don't right? know me right you know <laughs> of me right you know what i post on on facebook or twitter or instagram right but I'm not. I'm not obligated to, to you know. Tell you what. Right. What I'm use. doing. Right. <laughs> or who I'm dating or how old I am. Right. Like, who are you? What <laughs> hair products do you use? Right. In, in general, you don't ask women how old they are. Period. Especially, you know, it's like, some people get so. Yeah. Um, and I get it. I look very young. That that was the answer. Great. Well, thank you. You know, but I'm not as young as you think. Right. Right. So yeah. 
She's like, are you up in a, in a Ch- Chantel's 50s? like 100 <laughs> years old. Yeah, you know, I, I just turned 178. 178. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm finally feeling it. Right. Finally. What's the secret? You know. She ate a lot of cassava. Yeah, cassava and avocados and, and gyros. And she worked out. Yep. Working out. And then I eat a gyro. Young. And yeah. then I eat a gyro every Sunday. That, that keeps you. <laughs> yep, a gyro plate. Uh, that's probably why you feel in the 170. Extra, yeah, extra <laughs> cucumber sauce. Extra cucumber uh, sauce. Cucumber sauce is awesome. Yeah. Can't yeah. go wrong with that. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself, Sanchez. Well, you know, I have a very um, interesting story of how I even arrived at, uh, you know, talking about love and relationships on such a, a huge platform. I've always been interested in love and relationships because that is what keeps us together. Mm-hmm. You know, call me a, a, a hopeless romantic or, you know, just somebody who's kind of naive or whatever. It always just keeps us, you know, love and relationships, not just romantic love, right. but just connections with people yeah. is how we live. And it's the reasons why we're able to do things, do all things in life. Mm-hmm. Every kind of relationship, whether it's work, play, friendship, love affects us as human beings Mm -hmm. and it's very necessary you know studies have shown that you need to socialize and be around other human beings or you'll go crazy right right you know just think about solitary confinement somebody's locked away for a certain amount of days or months yeah they don't come out the right way right because they're not interacting and socializing with people so I've always been interested in that. And, you know, you mentioned earlier that I have a background in radio, so I did do that for six years with Vocalo. I had my own radio show uh, that I hosted with Luis Antonio Perez for a few years. Is he still over there? Uh, no, he's not over there anymore. Oh. Uh, but he, yeah. he is a, a Latino actor page or something like that. Oh, okay. I yeah, so. I don't I don't know. I'm not <laughs> sure. I've kind of lost touch okay. with the folks over there, but they're still forever in my hearts because that's where I started. Right. You that's know, what that's got us what actually, like we used y- to go over y'all there. Y'all were on our show. Yeah. Right, right. Yep. I, I, first, Ramon was on the show with Blackout, and then I butted myself in there on a Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> on a Tuesday. Yeah. So, um, you know, I did that for a few years, and then I moseyed on over into the writing scene. Excuse right. me, I just like burped live oh. on the podcast. That's what fine. Is, it's, it's the okay. first. It's the first. It's it not the first. Uh, I do another podcast called Beer Quest, and one of the brewers belched on the. Well, that's kind of expected, <laughs> though. That's Actually, kinda, belched like two or three times throughout the episode. So yeah, that's kind of expected, though. You're drinking <laughs> beer. Yeah. Especially so. hoppy beer. You yeah. know, right. that's kind of you know. So do you like beer? No, oh, I don't drink okay. actually. Oh, okay. I don't drink, but. But anyway, I wanted to get into writing, so I started uh, writing for the Gate newspaper. It's this community newspaper on the southwest side of Chicago. I think I've heard of that newspaper. Yeah, yeah. It serves the back of the Yards neighborhood in Inglewood. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, so I was over there uh, writing about love and relationships and news content and career stuff. And I'm like, hey, you know, hmm, I think I want to do this full time. So I got a gig at the University of Chicago kind of overseeing everything that goes on the Black Youth Project website. Hmm. And that didn't work out. I ended up getting laid off. Oh, what? Wow. Yeah. By a black yeah. person? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me and my boss didn't get along. We didn't get along. Oh, yeah. You know, so He's she. Like, you're uh, not black enough. Yeah. Pretty much. I Are don't you know. serious? No. Oh. No, I'm not serious. <laughs> but maybe she was looking for a different type of person. It, it wasn't me. It oh, wasn't okay. me. So on New Year's Eve of 2014, I got fired. New Year's and, uh, Eve? Yeah, I got laid off on New Year's Eve. Man. Well, at least you didn't wait yeah. to New Year's Day and be like, hey, hey you're fired. You know what? I mean, <laughs> I kind of knew it was coming. Okay. I knew it was coming. I, I got the heads up in like the beginning of November, like, hey, yeah, you know, we're going to repost your position. You're welcome to apply, though. And I'm like, hmm, I've been here for more than a year, and you're asking me to kind of apply for another position that, for a position that is mine already. Right. Okay. Hmm, that's, how the hell does that work right. out? But right? I, think, <laughs> I think it's blessings in, in, in disguise because you, because of that situation, it it really forced you to go to follow your dreams and do what you're doing now. And that's exactly what it is, yeah. So, like, basically, that happened. And then in that same week, I got into a deadly car accident where I almost oh died. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That same week. And then my apartment flooded. And you know what? I was like, oh to hell goodness. with all of this. Wow. You know, I am no longer taking any type of job that no longer serve, that does not serve my purpose. Mm-hmm. Right. So as I was collecting unemployment, you know, I was I decided to pay myself. I'm like, I'm going to get up and write every day. I'm going to write my second book, 
you know. Right. I'm going to write either a love and relationship post to go on my own little website, ChantelJameson.com, or a faith-based post to go up there every single day. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to write. The right. unemployment is going to last six or seven months. I'll figure it out. I got $60 left over. I can make it. Mm-hmm. I have to see what can happen, you know, with this whole thing. So I did that. And February, I did end up getting a part-time gig that didn't interfere with my writing. And it um, was mentoring kids doing an after-school program mm-hmm. um, at Bowen High School on the southeast side of Chicago. And so not even a month into that, I get a call from the uh, vice president of digital over at jetandebony.com. And she's like, yo, what are you doing these days? You know her already? or you? Yeah, I oh, knew okay. her already. She, but she was like, what are you doing these days? I was like, that's kind of stalker, you know? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, stalk me for a job all day. I'm down with that. <laughs> but she was like, what are you doing these days? And uh, I, was, I told her what I was doing, and she was like, well, we have an opening for a writer kind of like similar to what you were doing over at the Black Youth Project. You're interested. And I was like, hmm. I kind of have to learn more about it. So I learned about it. You know, she told me all about what I'd be doing and everything. And she also presented it as an, an opportunity to be able to kind of showcase my love and relationship stuff. And I accepted the position. It was hard for me. Mm-hmm. And I actually didn't jump at the chance, not because I was afraid or anything of my dream really coming to fruition, mm-hmm. but because I had developed relationships with these kids. Right. Uh-huh. And I'm like, man, you know, I didn't mentor these kids. Right. You know, and but then all of my friends kind of was like, hey, you're crazy. Forget those kids. <laughs> In so many words, they were, but they knew that that would not resonate with me. Right. right. <laughs> so they, they said it kind of like, well, if you go and work for Jet, in Ebony, well, it was actually just Jack Mag at the time, you'll be able to influence them from a different level. Ah. Now you will be able to come back and say, this is the cool job that I do. You'll be able to speak at career days and all of that stuff, which I've been doing. So right. it, so it kind of worked out, and what they said made sense. But initially, they were like, you better take that money, and da-da-da-da-da. You collecting unemployment, working 10 hours a week, a part-time job. How you going to survive and all of this stuff? And mm. I'm like, you know, I'll make it. And actually, I had turned down three jobs prior to that. Oh, wow. Yeah, I did, because I was just hell-bent or not doing anything that did not feed my purpose, which right. is to motivate, inspire, spread love, mm. all of the above, help people. Right. You know, so back to the point of me not considering myself a guru, I don't. I'm just a person who loves love, right. who values relationships, and who happens to say things that make sense every once in a while. <laughs> Right. That's, wh- that's why you're it. here. That's why yeah. you're here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's my story. That's cool. That's a. You you basically trusted yourself. Not everyone can do it because of. I trusted God. Thank you. That's what I trusted. Amen. Yeah, I trusted God. I didn't trust myself at all. Mm-hmm. I ain't know what the yeah, hell I'm doing. Trust yourself, you ain't gonna do nothing. Right. I'm gonna be laid up watching Jerry Springer all right. day. You're like, oh. You're like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Bill yeah. Cunningham. All right. Right. Bill. Well, I mean, not, because a lot of people can't just do what you did uh, or, like, uh, leave a job that's stable or get laid off from it and then, like, really follow and pursue your dreams because they're thinking about who's going to pay for my rent? How am I going to survive? Like, you will survive. You always land on your feet, so why wouldn't you land on your feet again? And honestly, I've surprised myself. I really did. I, I shocked myself because, you know, I've always been the practical, responsible type of person. I've always stayed in jobs and careers out of, you know, loyalty and commitment, but mostly the fear of not having a paycheck. Right. You mm-hmm. know? I think a lot of people are trapped in their jobs because of that, because or are trapped in something because of that insecurity of how is it going to be uh, once I cross that line or if I cross that line. Right, right. But, but when it happened to me, I was like, you know what? Well, when the car accident happened, that was the thing. Mm. You know, the yeah, car I didn't accident. know you were in a car accident. Yeah, it was really bad. You know, when the car accident happened and I almost died, literally. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, that's what did it for me. It's like, okay, life isn't promised. Right. You know? Right. And I'll be damned if I live my life working just a job just for the sake of working it. Right. You know? I mean, hey, if it works for other people, fantastic. I'm not judging. Chantel E. Jameson, it just isn't going to work for me anymore. So. East. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I completely understand. E's for excellent, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> is it really? 
<laughs> nah, do you guys want to know what it's for, though? We don't. You say what? Wait, what's uh, E stand for? Ebony. My ebony. middle name is oh, Ebony. Oh, and then you work for Ebony? Yeah. Interesting. Double wow. Ebony. Right. So you tell your ex-boss, like, see, I'm black enough. I'm double Ebony. Right. Black Thank enough. You. Right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Said by the Asian lady that <laughs> my Asian friend told me I am black enough. Right. Yes. She's an you expert. You always down for the cause, Leah. <laughs> yeah, she, she. You stay down for the cause. She'll support you. <laughs> yeah. So uh, here we are at the Silver Room. Right. Uh, so Mr. and Mrs. Smith is a show about relationships, and uh, people submit questions, and, and, and uh, we try to give the best answer, the best of our abilities, because we are experts in nothing. No, I'm just kidding. But no, we try to we try to you know put a little humor behind uh, people's problems and, and and help them solve it a little bit, you know, and see a lighter side of things. And so uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna take a question for our yeah. lovely audience. <laughs> My lovely audience, and okay. Does she have a you have a question? You had a question. Oh, you hey, talking honey, to the you're microphone. gonna have to be in the microphone. <laughs> so. I don't even know what question to first ask. Oh, uh, well, if you got plenty, yeah. just just ask I just whatever. Have plenty of questions to ask okay. about love and relationships. Okay. Uh, oh, one second. This is only an hour show, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, what's the best way to open up and communicate to your partner about some of the needs that you have in your life? That's a great question. Yeah. Well, first of all, you have to kind of um, assess their communication style. Right. You know, before you can even begin to start the process of communication, especially with your mate, you have to figure out what is the best way to communicate with them and what is the most effective way that they will receive my message. Because often we communicate to kind of get our points across and all of that stuff in hopes of things changing. Right. But we kind of neglect to figure out or even set ourselves up to win, you know? So if you know that your mate is dealing with some things, maybe like, for example, a death in the family or a high-stress period at work, or they have maybe like a project or something that they need to complete or something like that, it's probably not best to bring up your issues at that moment. Right. You want to communicate in a way that sets you up to be heard, to set that sets you up to be understood, and that sets you up to be able to start the process of solutions. Mm -hmm. Because when communicating, often it comes from a place of emotion, you know, and it also does not have a um a solution in mind other than I want you to stop doing this. And so it's a lot of things that are missing in between that place of emotion, you know, because something mm -hmm. has been done to make, make you feel this way and the place that will lead to change. Right. Right. A lot of, a lot of uh, like you said, comes from emotion. Sometimes what happens is people built up these, this, uh, uh, what do you call it? unhappiness or whatever, you know, their needs are not met. So they basically, it builds up inside them. And once it gets to a certain point, it comes out in a complaint, you know, mm -hmm. uh, why, you know, why aren't you doing this for me? Or how come you're not doing this for me? Or you never do this for me? You know, it's always a complaint. But the thing, like you said, if you approach it from a different perspective and you say, hey, uh, you know what would be cool? Let's do this together today. You know, or let's, you know, set, set yourself up for sugarcoated, basically. Right, you know? and even, a, not, not necessarily sugarcoating it. Well, I mean, like, just taking a different like, approach. Yeah, don't come yeah. in there you complaining know. or nagging. Yeah. You know, you never take me to the movies. You never, you know. You and that's if it's even talked about to begin with, right. because often. They don't talk uh, about it. Right, and a lot of people are just passive aggressive. Right. You know, they just expect you. They just walk around, uh, nothing's wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, and just I'm expect okay. you <laughs> just expect somebody to know that you're pissed off with them because you forgot their birthday. Right. You know what I'm saying? Instead of being like, yo, you know, you kind of forgot my birthday. And I'm unhappy about that. Right. Let's make sure it doesn't happen again or something like that. Yeah. You'll end up getting an apology, maybe a nice meal, a late-ass birthday present right. or something like that. <laughs> and then maybe... But it's still a present. Right, right. And then maybe the person will 
set a calendar reminder yeah, so right. it doesn't happen next year. I mean, that's better you know? than, than bringing conflict up about it. And then next thing you know, you guys arguing about it. And then you get mad. And then he's sleeping on the couch. And then... Mm-hmm. You're Why are you looking at me? No, no, I'm just oh, I'm okay. looking at you. I was about to say, you're telling me drawing personal <laughs> experience? <laughs> right. Oh, uh, you know, so to avoid all that, you can just come over and say, hey, you know what? Right. Like you, said, you forgot my birthday, but it's cool. You know, but, you know, maybe you should mark it on your calendar because it's really important to me. Or, or you can say, like what I do, I tell them ahead of time. Like right. months before my birthday's coming up. Yeah, she's this like, you know what I want, want for my birthday? <laughs> That's what I'm exactly. Like, What's April? <laughs> right. And I'm September. not being passive. I'm being very aggressive with my birthday present. So right. that's what I'm saying. And also, yeah, reminders of things, right. you yeah. know, going off of this. Like, I like to remind people and give them the chance. I'm not going to keep hounding somebody. Right. But I may remind you twice because I understand that life is happening. I'm not the only thing that's on your mind. Right. right. You know, now if it's a pattern where you consistently forget stuff, I'm like, okay, maybe it's time to invest in some, some what is it, ginseng? You know, <laughs> some memory, some memory stimulants, right. some memory supplements or something like St. that. St. John's wort. Something, <laughs> you know. But, yeah, that that would be my, my solution to that. And, and I also believe that if you're with somebody, if you're calling somebody uh, your partner, and if especially your life partner, you should be able to be brutally honest with people. Not a jerk, not, you know, mean or hurtful. But just you should be able to bring anything that's on your mind to that person. Right. You know, that that is a given. You should be able to talk about those things. Now, how you talk about it is, you know, like I said before, that's tailored to the person that you're with, mm-hmm. you know, and their communication style, which you should know by now. Right. right. It Especially with your partner. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't give you a pass to be a jerk, but nothing should be off limits. And that strengthens the bond, right? Yeah. Right. I think, like, let's say they're... Um, your partner is having a communication problem and you're, you are like a very communicate you, you like to tell uh, your partner how you feel well you know um, remind them before you tell them how you feel is like the things that you guys used to do or how how you fell in love to begin with like um, I know some couples have a love box it's just a box of memories um, first cards, date tickets first date yeah. you know and yeah. remind um, each other why you even together because it's like a, it's like a company and you should be able to work as a team because if not it's gonna fall apart and somebody's gonna get laid off exactly and pursue somebody exactly else. <laughs> everybody should be holding up and really really to their end of the bargain right. you know kind of fulfilling their roles right you know relationships are like a business it's like a partnership you know mm-hmm. it's a it's a give and take you know you don't Take, 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 you know, or, or expect. Or neglect. Yeah, or right. neglect, you know. It's, uh, and sometimes people just aren't even aware. Right. You yeah. know, so exactly. you have to communicate to make them aware. Yeah, that's, okay. what, that's one of the things I, I've, I've said. Uh, you know, I've heard people say, and it's like, you know, sometimes you got to tell them. Hey, right. look, you know, because they don't know. Sometimes they're, they might be, uh, that's the way they were raised. Okay, you know, that for, was, for instance, um, I don't cook. No, no, I'm not talking about you. I oh, know, but this but is I'm a good example. example. I was oh. going to inquire. I was going to inquire yeah. about she you guys, Mr. So and Mrs. Smith. She jumped under the bus already. I'm like, because I, I don't cook. I, I didn't know that I, Ramon loves to cook. So I said, okay, you cook all the time. But he he told me, you know what, sometimes you have to cook. Right. Just because somebody loves to do something, that doesn't mean that they want to do it all the time. Right. Yeah. You know, like if you just suck at cooking, then it'll probably just be better for him <laughs> to do that. Yeah. <laughs> You know, but it doesn't, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, at least try. So yeah. what I've been doing is, like, every now and then I'll try. But I do make a big, spectacular, like, it's like, I'm cooking today, everyone. You know, I'm talking oh, yeah, to the cat. I'm cooking. A stink about I take it, a picture. Know. Look, everyone, I'm cooking. It's like, Because it's, so it's so rare for you. Because it's so rare for you. And you're proud cook. of it, right? right? Yeah, I'm proud of it. And I was like, wow, I didn't know I, this is But good. see, when he talked to you and communicated that to you, you didn't be like, oh, I'm right. never cooking. You was just like, okay. Yeah, let right. me try. Let me try something, and you know, or like you can go to you can t- go to the grocery store. There's some stuff that's already prepared. You just put it in the oven, and it's cooked. Yeah, TV but dinners. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, y'all eating that stuff? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no. Oh, okay, God, I was about to say just all of the MSG and just the. Uh-uh. This is a different podcast. Right. Don't right. get me started on the processed food kick. No, I, yeah. I don't like. Process, but I try not to. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of hard to escape, though. Yeah, right. it is. It's, it's like, like a, a bad relationship. Yeah, it's like everything of, is corn syrup. I'm like, oh. a lot of stuff that you don't even know has like. It's still a relationship. It's like a relationship within your body. Exactly. You have to be conscious on what you're putting in your body because you're 
body is the temple. And if it's toxic, it'll break down, much like a toxic relationship. Uh, oh. See, there you go. So hold the hold the Salisbury steaks, you know, just <laughs> just saying. Love guru in the house. Well, not love, only a love, love guru, love. but uh, she is a nutrition love specialist. There specialist. You go. <laughs> no. Uh, so any, uh, any other question, audience members? Oh. Okay, she, while she's thinking, she's I do thinking have, a question. Question. Oh, you have a question. Um, this was a question sent to us on email at Ramon and Leah Smith at gmail.com. Uh, my father passed away recently. I'm having a hard time dealing with it. Unlike other black men, my father raised me and he was always there for me. That's the question? Yeah, like how, uh, basically, he was saying, how can. Oh, uh, I thought you were saying over? something. He didn't ask a question. Oh, okay. How, oh. So how could, how could he get over that? Yeah. He didn't finish the email, so sorry. But how can uh, he get over that? Chantel? Okay. My dad died, actually. What is this? Uh, four months ago, four weeks ago today. January 3rd, my dad died. And, Wait. you know, what? January 3rd, he died. What, what were you going to say? This this year? Yeah. Oh, really? Four weeks ago, yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't put everything on Facebook. No, no, yeah, I, I was just, just I, was I put to, that on I there. I thought you was like, I was, my mind was processing, like, <laughs> saying, you know, when you say four weeks ago, oh, 10 years ago today, that's what I was thinking. No, 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 four weeks ago, January 3rd, but he passed away. And um, there is no way to get over it. It really isn't. It's not a way to get over it. You take it day by day, and it's different for everybody. Mm -hmm. You just have to really understand that um, people uh, deal with things in different ways, and there's no right or wrong answer to dealing with the loss of a parent. It just right. isn't. It's no right or wrong answer. Mm. So you have to think about what it is that your father would want you to live for, what it is that would make him happy, and do that. Right. You know, without compromising yourself, because you know you you have to live for yourself. So you know what I would say is that you always have your memories, you know, and at the end of the day, at the end of all of our lives, all we have are our memories. Mm -hmm. Even those who suffer from the very, very terrible disease of Alzheimer's, they have memories from 30, 40, 50 years ago. Right. So you have to cherish those memories. And with the people who are in your life now who are still alive, create as many memories as you can. Right. And that's what gets you through. But it's no, it, it, you cannot get over it. You can only manage it. Yeah, I, I mean, I remember seeing a lot of posts about just uh, before your dad has passed, you, your mother and your father, they're always cute, and I'm always liking it. So, um, you know, um, for me, I had lost my grandparents, uh, actually, uh, I don't know how many years ago, 20 years ago, and they're very near and dear to my heart. They were, um, they were murdered uh, in the Philippines. Why do you have to say all that? Well, okay, fine. They died. Well, it's too late now. <laughs> <laughs> but the, it, it was it was like, you know, um, I was sad, and you, I like she said, you can't replace. But I always remember the last thing that my grandma said was, uh, "I'm sure you'll miss me when I go back home to the Philippines because your mom doesn't know how to cook, so you'll be stuck <laughs> eating top ramen." Uh. And I was like, "Oh yeah, you're right, grandma." So I was, I I thought it was a funny thing, but I yeah. every time I see top ramen, it reminds me of my grandma. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I have memories of my dad, and I'm sure that this person who wrote in has memories of their dad as well. And you know, that kind of ties into love and relationships from a romantic perspective as well. Whenever a relationship ends, most people go through sort of a depression. That's mm. if they address, or if they're bold enough to address um, the, the pain yeah. that they're feeling and acknowledge right. that they have felt the loss other than kind of going to seek a void, mm. you know, because to seek to fill the void. Excuse me, because there are a lot of people who just pick up uh, and carry on with other relationships, serial monogamous and what have you, right. rather quickly at that. Um, but whenever a relationship ends and you do kind of choose the path of kind of being by yourself for a little while, you know, it's normal to be sad. It's normal to be depressed. But you have to realize that you aren't broken. Mm -hmm. Right. And you also have to kind of take the good memories from that relationship and turn them into lessons that you've learned mm -hmm. in order to be, be better for the next relationship. Right. A lot of people don't do that. And they kind of just stay stuck in this ruts of depression and go out and sleep with a whole bunch of people or don't sleep with anybody. Or, or start a new relationship while still. Right. Starting a new relationship. Right. right. What do they call that? Uh, Serial monogamous. 
Yeah, but there's a that's what's the slang for it. Uh, I don't know. Ho? No. <laughs> no, it's not a ho. Uh, no. uh, rebound. Okay. Rebound yeah. love. Rebound love. Yeah. That's that's a very nice way to put it. Right. <laughs> rebound love. Yeah, I think that's 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 a bad thing. You know, people sometimes, like you said, they get afraid of being. There's people who are afraid of being alone. There's people who are afraid of you know going through that hurt. So they basically jump into a different relationship right away, so they won't feel that you know feeling that void. But if you take that time to heal, basically, and take the time to reassess, you know, you basically come out a better person, and you prepare yourself to be a better person for when that right person comes along, you mm -hmm. know? So, I don't know. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much it. I don't know. I just, um, we all have, everyone's experienced experience pain or heartbreak and stuff like that, but you have to pick up yourself, get up and do something for yourself. When you do something for yourself that you love, like focus on your career or school, whatever it is that you're pursuing at the time, the right person will come along. Mm -hmm. And it won't be a rebound love, because if you get into a rebound love and then another rebound, another rebound, you'll never learn from yourself. Because maybe um, you know, you're not hurting the person that, that's part of the rebound love, but you're hurting yourself. It's like toxic to yourself. Yeah, what you're speaking to is kind of the concept of wholeness, which I wrote about um, mm -hmm. a while ago. You know, a lot of people are kind of looking to fill themselves completely up with another person mm -hmm. but you already have to be whole and complete first right you know you have to do the work on yourself first yeah. in order to find somebody and in you know and be able to attract other whole beings to increase your chances of a, of a sustainable long-lasting relationship yeah. because two whole beings coming together doesn't mean that you're going to just be perfect and live happily ever after oh, no, it might not even work yeah. You know, that's just because we're complex human beings, but it does increase your chances mm -hmm. of having a fulfilling relationship. Right. But if you got two empty people trying to fill each other up, what are they going to fill each other up with? <laughs> yeah. they, they're seeking outside sources and everything. You know, it's right. just it's just very toxic. But a lot of people live life that way. And uh, we, we, we uh, call that theory. What is it called? The, uh, the warm body syndrome. Mm. It's like, you know, you, <laughs> babe. <laughs> no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you want somebody warm just right next to you, but yeah. it's just the warm body. That's the thing uh -huh. is, like, when you said, well, you're in a relationship like that, don't expect me to make you happy. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? You but have that's to be, what they expect. Yeah, because mm -hmm. they, they, it's like you're a clown or a jester, you know, you gotta be up there entertaining them all the time. And people uh, become bored easily, you know, distracted easily. So it's like, if I'm depending on you to make me happy. And one day you're not happy, you know, then that affects my happiness. So basically you should be happy with yourself first and then we can have a good relationship. Agreed, yeah. Yeah. You know. Pretty much. Pretty so, much. So be happy. Don't worry. <laughs> so we got another question from an audience member. Ooh. Hey, everybody's listening. <laughs> they still here, just in case if you were wondering. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, I get the mic down. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, how would you? Uh, what advice would you give to people who are looking to um, make themselves more whole? You know, it can be kind of difficult to make yourself whole, and I'd like to know more about that. Yeah, it certainly isn't something that. Thank you happens overnight and it's definitely a process. It's a lifelong process, actually. Mm -hmm. I mean, even when you do achieve. Holiness. Wholeness. <laughs> when you do achieve wholeness, you always should be, in my opinion, working on yourself. You know, just be fiercely committed to self-improvement, not perfection. Right. You know, because there's a difference, but self-improvement. You know, first of all, I would recommend that people accept the fact that they're never going to be perfect. Right. And actually embrace their imperfections. Mm -hmm. Now, an imperfection is something that is very different from... Um, a um, Being negative trait, you know. Um, negative traits you want to aim to minimize expression of, um, but an imperfection is something that makes you uniquely you. And a lot of times people don't appreciate themselves fully and completely. And you can never expect another person to fully and completely appreciate you either if you don't make peace with the things about you that are not the most flattering. Secondly, I would advise people to just 
commit to exploring themselves in each and every way. Um, because in order to develop a love for yourself, which is the main thing that has to take place on the road to wholeness, you have to be able to know yourself, know what you like, know what you don't like. And this is completely independent of other people. Mm. This is not, you know, we haven't even reached the stage of knowing what you like or don't like in a significant other. Knowing what you like and don't like about yourself. Knowing what you will respond to positively and will you, what you will respond to negatively regarding your interactions with other people. Not even just on a romantic front, but on a human being person front, you know? And you just have to really, really commit to you because you're going to be with you for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Right. And you have to really, really accept you in your entirety. And the things that you will not accept about yourself, find ways, no matter how long it takes, to change those things or eliminate those things. Like I had a, you know, I still do. I have a really short temper, right? I have a really short temper. So I found, and I didn't like that about myself. I felt like I was giving people too much power, you know, over my emotions. Mm. Right. So I committed, and I'm still committed, to changing that and working on that. Right. You know? And so just little things like that. You could have screamed at that guy that was here. Kidding. No, no, it wasn't a need to scream at him, you know, and that's why I was very respectful because I'm like, okay, right. maybe he's just here and he's just coming off as odd and he right. you know like he said he didn't mean to come off as odd but still yeah you know right. i found the, the that interaction to be a bit strange especially mm -hmm. since you didn't stay for the event so it's just right. it was just a little odd you know yeah he has, yeah. He has a picture of you a big shrine <laughs> <laughs> no i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say all that and let's right. not let's not speak that into existence because honestly you know um, you don't want that. Stalkers period. and things like that. Like I do know people who, who know people who have gotten murdered. Oh. Um, you know, do this stuff like that. So that's that's something that I definitely don't want at all. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? You know, and I don't wish that on anybody. But right. I am quite fearless too. So, right. uh, and I do believe what the hell is going to happen is going to happen. Right. Know? But yeah. So yeah. Right. Yeah. So you said something interesting earlier about you know saying. Uh, people letting people have power over you, you know, and and, and it's funny because like sometimes you talk to people, like I've talked to people, and they say, "Oh, I just can't, I can't, I can't stand stupid people," you know, mm -hmm. and like, well, wait a minute, you're dealing, you're the one who, who <laughs> you know, you're allowing them to, to, to obsess to, you, to right? Upset right. You. So who's stupid, you know, and, and why, you know, why do you, you should be stronger than that, you know, and say, okay, I understand where this person is coming from, or I understand. May not be the brightest person, or didn't make the right, the best decisions on what they did, but it shouldn't affect the way you feel and you know, affect your emotions, and you get all riled up for nothing. And basically, they don't even care because they don't even know that they did anything to you to, you know, to upset you. Right. And are you are you communicating that to them? Like, not. I don't advise going up saying like, man, you know, I can't stand you because you're stupid. Right. <laughs> but maybe communicating in a way of like. Yo, you know, like, have you thought about this as an alternative, maybe as opposed to what you're saying? Because what right. you're saying right now kind of doesn't set you up for the most effective win, mm -hmm. right? Because we all want to win in life, yeah. right? You know, or something like that. But yeah, totally. And I think it's because people may care or because people may just feel like people should be living life a certain way. Mm -hmm. You know, it comes down to people's perceptions of other people. Yeah. You know. Well, I start thinking of like, when um, you think of that person's character, it's like, well, th that's part of their character, so you really can't change them. They're old. They're going to have to change on their own. So by you wasting your energy, it's like you're, you're just like them, so you might as well, well just think about they're very irresponsible to begin with, and this is how they are. So in their mind, everything they're doing is right because they're part of who they are as a being. They're just irresponsible person. So if they don't... Um, if they don't know it and they, they don't, don't see know, it, then, right? then they're going to keep continuing to be who they are. You know, like she said, you know, you can tell them, hey, look, maybe you should try this approach on certain things. Or, you know, that'll help you out, maybe get this better. I don't know, maybe you don't see that you have uh, a problem or, or whatever situation that you have, you know. And like you said, 
that's their life, you know. And so it comes down to acceptance, right? Yeah. Either right. you accept them for who you are or you don't. Right. You know, I have a very good uh, way of accepting people for who they are. And if I don't really rock with who they are, I don't deal with them. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't try to change them. Right. It's not you part know? of your circle. Exactly. <laughs> Let them exist in the way that they are choosing to exist. Let them do what they wish to do. And then if they notice that I'm not around anymore, I'll let you know, like, this is why I've decided not to be around you anymore. Or I'll just accept you or hang with you in doses. Right. You know, it's kind of like the friend who's always, always about drinking and partying and, and mm -hmm. all that. Yeah, if you want something different, then you either you know, don't associate with that friend or you only associate with that friend when you're in the mood to drink and party. Right. You know? Right. Or you could have lunch because lunch maybe you won't drink. Well, that's yeah. a good point. Uh, uh, but it's like, it's like uh, you know, we had a friend that we would go out and, and he was a nice guy, you know, but he, he would go out with us and he always wanted to go home early. <laughs> he was like a nag, you know, mm -hmm. and, and so... He always calls us up to go out with him, and we were like, yeah, no, we're not going to go anywhere. You know, we'd go out anyway. But every now and then, he was, you know, cool to hang around with. You know, so when we figure out, okay, we know how the night's going to end, then it's okay. We'll go out with him, you know, right. tonight. And then we know we're probably going to go home early, or he's going to be like, oh, I'm bored. I want to go home, you know. Exactly. And, so and right. I have a friend who always shows up with us and stuff to parties and stuff or wherever we're going. But she always leaves without letting folks know. So we've just come to accept, accept it. Right. Like, okay, for whatever reason, she doesn't say bye. She just leaves. She's not a goodbye person. <laughs> Maybe she just just wants to say see you later, and that's her way of, of doing right. it. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I mean, we have a friend that uh, they always show up late, but that's her thing. Because mm -hmm. it's like, and then when they leave, it's like, I'm ghost. I'm about to ghost. It's like, oh, okay, what does that mean? Ghosting, like, they're just going to leave like ghosts. Like, you didn't even know exactly. that they Exactly, and you, you know... I am a stickler, stickler for being on time, but I also have friends who are, you know, just notoriously late. So instead of getting upset and going off, I drive separately. Like, hey, meet me there. Right, right. You know, you can still come. We still celebrate, enjoy the event together. I want to get there at a different time than you do. Right. So meet me there. Right. That's it. It's just ways around it. Yeah, so mm. people are people. You know. That's why we're complex beings. Yeah. I mean, it's like we're married, but we don't think alike. We're completely opposite from... It's like How did that happen? That's what I'm curious about, oh. opposites attracting. How did that happen? Um, how uh, did we meet? We, yeah. we met doing a comedy, like, comedy thing. Uh, but, uh, you know, when I first met her, and, <coughs> you know, when I heard her talking and joking around and stuff, I was always like, man, she's pretty, but she's just too... <laughs> <laughs> too crazy, you know, too out there, you know, and, and on a stage and stuff like that, you know, I act silly. And, I mean, I still act silly uh, at home and stuff like that, but I turn it off sometimes, you know, and she seemed like she was always on. She's always on. on. You know, and I, I get was, that too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, man, that's that's a little hard to swallow. You know, I, was like, I don't want to be around something like that, you know. Or, Look at my face. Yeah, marrying her, right? She's yeah, looking like you know, <laughs> and so And so one day, uh, she moved by close by my house. and Not on purpose. Whatever. The kids uh, will know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so she, she, so we started running together, you know, and and uh, and after we run, we would, you know, sit, I would go to her apartment and we would like talk and stuff, and then I got to see the the other, when side. I, the other when side. I turned it off. Yeah, when she <laughs> turned it off, and I was like, oh, she's a really nice person, you know, she's really cool to hang out with, you know, and and, and I can see myself hanging out with her a little bit more. Uh -huh. you know? Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's because we were friends to begin with. I knew exactly who he dated and stuff like that. Like, just past yeah. relationship. God. We both know. <laughs> Babe. That's the first thing you bring up. What? No, but but that means... It makes sense, though. It, it kind of right. applied to the story. Like, I'm vibing with what she's saying, though. Because yeah. I, I, so. didn't, I didn't even care. Like, okay, so what? Big deal. Like, I know everything about you. Yeah. So right. when we actually went on our first date, I was so nervous maybe subconsciously part of me was scared like because i've been single for a while like because uh -huh. i was focusing on me my holiness uh -huh. and all this thing is all about holiness, me. <laughs> holiness. <laughs> what i want to do in life <laughs> what i want to focus my energy and then i was like it felt really strange i mean i wore i like to dress sexy every now and then uh -huh. but i wore a jacket from my neck to like all the way to the floor because i said i want him to see just the face 
Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm like that too. Yeah. Well, the thing is, you know, yeah. what I like about like our relationship, and I always try to tell people too, you know, in their relationships or when they start new dating, is that there were no expectations in a way. Like there were no expectations in a, in a way that. You shouldn't have expectations. I, 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 right. You should gonna, have standards. Right. I'm not gonna impress yeah. her. I'm not gonna like buy her flowers every week and and get her girlfriend's drinks and take her, you know, and, and be this prince valiant, you know, <laughs> and, and 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 then true. That's not who I am, you know. But she saw who I was because we were friends before, you know. Yeah, that's not who and, you are. But are you? Do, do you like romance? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. But that's what I'm saying. Like, okay. Because like, yeah. I know people who, you know, and I know, and, and as a guy, you know, we do this, and and people do that in the beginning of relationships. You know, it's always really nice. You don't act the way you are in the beginning of relationships. And oh, yeah. And it's always because you're trying to make this, you want to impress the person and you want to fill their head up with, you know, things. And then once you get in, it starts to change because obviously the real you starts to come out. So my thing is like, you know, just be yourself, you know, and, and if that person doesn't like you, then they ain't for you. you know? Right. So There's you don't have else. to pretend that you're a certain way just to impress them. And, you and, should never do that. You know, and so... Like with her in our relationship, I didn't feel like I had to impress her, you know, and I felt I was, I know who I am. I am romantic. I am, you know, I'll, I'll send her <laughs> cards in the mail, you know. You guys define your own relationship. Yeah. You don't go yeah, by some yeah. storybook script yeah, of exactly. a dozen roses and, and some nasty chocolates that right. are just really disgusting and almost annoying <laughs> to get. It's just, you don't, right. you don't do that. Yeah. No, no. So, you know, so that, that was cool. I mean, and I think we kind of, Build each other up, you know, like not, you know, we <laughs> compliment each other. Right, okay. <laughs> like y'all feel like each other. Just, right. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Like, don't invite us into the bedroom. Right. <laughs> it's not a pillow talk. Right. Right. Uh, no, no, we, you know, we, we compliment each other. Like, she does things and that I don't do. And, and I do I'm things messy, that she doesn't do. I'm messy, he's clean. She's messy. Yeah, I'm clean. And, and the thing is, here's the thing. This is like. So, like, wait a minute. You guys are like total opposites. Yeah. Just about. But it balances out. Yeah, it balance, we balance right. each other out, you know. And, and the thing is, like, our relationship is not perfect, but, like, you learn how to, like you said, deal with certain things. Like, she's messy, and at first I would nag her about it. Oh, you, you know, you're messy, blah, blah, you know. And I, and I started to understand that maybe, you know, this is the way she is, but don't make her feel bad. Right. You know, and so exactly. basically what I started doing was if she was messy, then why she, like, she wasn't there, I will just clean up. You know, yeah. pick it up and and and, then, and not or, complain about it. Not leave it there yeah. and say, "Hey, look at this." You that you know. I well, he'll say like, "Oh, uh, clean up your closet," oh, yeah. which means my living room. So the living room, you know, I'd be <laughs> like, "Hey, your closet's a little messy. Why don't you straighten it up?" You know, or you know, make fun of it. But it's it, in it, a good way. When you, I think, when you're with yeah. a person who, like, we're not perfect human beings, you know, and, and we, you meet the right person, you meet a person who you are willing to tolerate certain things because mm -hmm. the other things outweigh those things you know the good things outweigh uh the imperfections but the imperfections make who that person is and right. that's what's more attractive you and know? It, yeah there's a fine line between being nitpicky and really really addressing serious issues right. right how how compromised is your life over the fact that she might not necessarily put her clothes away all of the time right and, you know so it's like Don't remind me yeah. yeah i mean but and she's gotten better you know at it and she's gotten better see so that shows that she cares yeah, exactly you know? you know and i think I, I you know if you nag at people and you you know then they'll probably start getting it's resentful. like your parents nagging at you yeah like they'll get resentful and then and the next thing you know relationships going down because mm -hmm. you couldn't Say hey, let's clean up together. Right. Know? Or I like to be clean, you know. So that's. And I mean, that, that should have been from the beginning when you start dating. Like you see, like some some women have basically broken up with their guy because they're you know they don't put the toilet seat down. That was like a big thing. But that what toilet seat? It probably came from something else that just made it explode right. because of the toilet seat right. being down. The, so. uh, and it's like, imagine he has to lift up the toilet seat to use the bathroom. Right. Right. Nobody <laughs> ever really thinks about <laughs> that. Yeah, you know that? That's right. You know, right. Do you think about that? How come you that? always leave the toilet seat down? Right. You don't gotta, think about that. Yeah. yeah. I got to go through this lifting stuff every day. But, yeah. That's, I mean, that's a different perspective how to see it. You know? Right. That's what's that's exactly. good about it. So uh, you've written a few books I've written one. I've pub well. I've written. I've written three actually. Oh. And published wow. one. Okay. It's a it's a crazy crazy process, you know. Um, the first book, drive yourself in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Simple, 
quotes on how to achieve your best self is a book of inspirational quotes. I published mm-hmm. that almost two years ago. But, you know, I have two books that have yet to be published because it is not time for them to be released yet. Right. I, I remember you talked about this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were actually written before the book that I've published. Okay. Oh, well, you're going to yeah. be like the Star Wars. <laughs> maybe. Star maybe. Wars. The first ones come out last. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I you think never the, know. The inspirational, you know, because it's little quotes and you put them on Facebook sometimes too. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You know, so it's, uh, it's cool because, like, you can do that, you know, uh, every day and just keep thinking of that throughout the day, you know, and, and, and remind yourself, you know, it's going to be okay. You know, like you read a little quote and it says basically, you know, I know you're special and don't let anybody else <laughs> tell special. you. You're special. Know, <laughs> Your you, parents you, love you. You're special. <laughs> you're kind. You're important, you know. <laughs> and so, and then you, you think of that all day and, and it kind of gives you that. I'm glad that up. you see it that yeah. way because a lot of people uh, view my quotes as, as rose-colored mm. fluff. You know, I've heard that. Um, you know, I've heard people saying like, "Oh, they're kind of unrealistic and all of that stuff." You know, that's because they don't believe. Well, the yeah, and it's are, perfectly fine. I don't yeah, care. People you are know, I'm still, you, and, and I've heard this years ago. I'm still. What am I doing every day? Still putting my right. quotes up, right? Because it comes down to acceptance. Like, okay, I accept that you not may not rock with my stuff. Right. Now go on over there. Right. And you the know, thing is, like, a lot if of you don't rock with it, you don't rock with it. They probably want to write their own book. A lot of people right. are uh, uh, jaded. You know, like a lot of people. Like we're, we're constantly bombarded by the news, the media, negative things. negative things all the time. That when somebody shows a light of positivity, you know, they're like, oh, whatever. You know, I have people that I talk, and they, you know, it's oh, you're always so positive. You're always so positive. You're always saying, you know, and and, and well, why some, not? sometimes <laughs> I say things, and they're like, oh, get your positive, you know, right. behind out of here. Yep, you know, exactly. I'm like, well, I don't understand. Why would you choose to be? miserable what you can you be real to, to, to and positive yeah. you can be real like i think people don't associate i mean uh, associate positivity with not being real right. and being naive you know and i'm i'm very real i'm like very realistic like i'm a very rational person I kind of call it what it is. Right. Well, but that's because you know what? Their mind is poisoned by all the exactly. negative things. Exactly. So poisoned you by have it. to change the way you think because Everyone has some bad things that happen in their life, or it's what you focus yeah, on, though, but right? You have to get up and live your life, yeah. experience culture, travel, and meet new people. That's and then you got all these, and, and that's that's a great point because you have all of these negative, jaded, pessimistic people who are um, covering up, you know, fear, negativity, hating as being real, right. getting in relationships, right. And damaging other people, mm-hmm. and then the cycle continues. Right. So eventually, they're going to create this world that is everything that they see. They're this very jaded, fearful, negative world. It's yeah. crazy. And it's 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 the thing is like when you make just a little couple adjustments, everything just looks better, and everything sounds better, everything feels better, you know. And you just gotta let go of that stuff. That's you know. And, and like you said we're we're being poisoned by it every day. Every day you turn around is bad things happening in the news, you know, there's, you know, every time you turn around, you know, there's some Ebola or some crap, you know, or, 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 or even you get dogged by, by any relationships, you know, you bad relationships and, you know, and certain things, you just got to change your, your, your perspective on life and, and just say, you know what, I'm going to smile today. You know, if you even do that, I'm going to smile at everybody that I see today. I encourage everybody, and, 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 you, know, and you know, to do that and find one yeah. great thing about themselves yeah. that they love about themselves and repeat it until they actually yeah. believe it. Yeah. And, right? and it's you know? like people don't like, you know, I got an elevator. I get on the elevator and I always say, have a good day. You know, even if I don't know who the person is, you know, at work and because I'm like telling you, hey, have a good day. It's going to you know, right. day is going right. to be great. You know, and, and people don't communicate with each other either, you know, uh, so I think, you know, things like that, you know, especially like the quotes, you can tell people those quotes as well. You know, they go in down and say, look, you know, you know what? It's not going to be, there's light at the end of the tunnel or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. uh, if you turn it upside down, turn that frown. Upside down. <laughs> upside down. You know, that's actually in your book, is it? No, I'm just kidding. No, no hardly. <laughs> no. These are original quotes. <laughs> All of that stuff you said has been out since before we were born. Right. right. But, uh, but yeah. But I mean, it works. But uh, those it are does. Those right. are Most cliches do realistically. Right. Yeah. They do if you think about them. I mean, those little things like that, you know, even if you have 
I mean, uh, uh, you have to look at yourself in the mirror and like yourself. And yeah. sometimes when I feel sad, I put makeup on. And I tell myself, you look good. You're smart. You're a good person. It's just something like, you know, and people are good. You yeah. have to think general. There's kindness in people. You got to put on your armor, you know. Right. You have to be armored in peace. Yeah. And, and, and but, but smart enough to recognize when somebody's trying to disturb it and when somebody ain't right. right. Boom. Go with that intuition. Oh. Go with that intuition. Yeah. And, and don't be a punk either. Yeah. You know, make decisions for you. Yeah. Let, yeah. let your nose be nose and your yes be yes. Yes. On that note. That's actually in your book, right? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> actually, where, Hardly. Where, right. Where can we find this book? Uh, it's on Amazon.com. Drive yourself in the right direction. Simple quotes on how to achieve your best self. Also, you can go to my website, ChantelJameson.com, and uh, there is a link um, where you can purchase the book. And I also sell them out the trunk of my car. Hey, there you, you go. Know, so, so if you, if you catch Chandel me in Chicago. Driving you know. around, pull her over. <laughs> it's like, can I get one of those books yeah. off you? Uh, trunk? Yeah. Ten yeah. bucks. <laughs> ten bucks. That's, not, that's a good deal. Yeah, ten um, bucks. So you do uh, different speeches and stuff like that. Or you do little shows at, uh, I mean, I don't know to call it little shows, but you do at the M Lounge. Yeah, I have a monthly show, uh, Love and Relationship Chat Call Conversation, that I host with DJ D2H. Um, at the M Lounge. The mm -hmm. next one is February 21st. And I don't like talking at people. Okay. So, you know, it's music, you know, it's drinks, and it's conversation. Right. You know, I actually bring my relationship column as Chantellum, which appears on <laughs> Ebony every Tuesday. It was on jetmag.com every Wednesday, but this week we're going to roll it out on Ebony now, ebony.com. Every uh, well, every other Tuesday, because mm. sometimes I write just general love and relationship columns. Um, but I bring Ash Chantelum to the stage, bring it to the M Lounge, kind of get people involved, mm. uh, solicit their advice, um, and just have conversations about various topics of interest regarding love, relationships, and all things right. in between. The M Lounge is in Chicago, by the way, at time. 15th and... fifteen twenty South Wabash. South Wabash. Right. Uh, Shout out to Mary. Shout out to Mary and... Uh, Reggie out there, they 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 cool people, cool right, people right. Yeah. yeah, they cool people. Uh, I've been knowing Reggie for a while, probably uh, since they opened, I think. Oh, uh, I know Mary because of work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and it uh, she's cool. you know, the event is from three to nine, three o'clock. DJ D2H is spinning music. Five o'clock, five five thirty. What is this on a Saturday? You know, no Sunday. 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 We oh. We'll stop by one of these days. Yeah, we take a break, um, and do the conversation, but for about an hour, hour and a half, and um. You know, after that, we resume music till nine. Oh, cool. Right. So get so there early, watch whatever game's on. Yeah. And then, yeah, Chill out. be prepared to have some conversation. Yeah. So thank you for sitting in with us uh, for a second time. Of right, course. Right. I had a ball. You know, whenever y'all want me back, I love I love talking to you guys. And, yeah. you know, you guys are cool people, so I rock with y'all. Hell yeah. Thank you. Want to thank our audience? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just you making noise. So. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody's like, oh. Hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, thank. Hey, this was cool. I like doing this stuff. Uh, you know, live. Uh, yeah. We we we're getting there. Yeah, we're getting we're there. Get there. Uh, you know what? I just want to shout you guys out. You know, like you said, when I was talking about my job and stuff, and how, you know, I wouldn't. You know, a lot of people would normally venture out and do, uh, just take a risk and stuff. You guys mm -hmm. are taking risks with your podcast. I mean. Honestly, you're working together on something, and yeah. that can already come with a series of issues being married and working together. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you're also doing this on your own. So I want to give y'all a shout out. Yeah. Because I think that's dope that you're taking the risk, you're following your passions, doing what you oh, love, yeah. you know, and, and making fun of it. Oh, making yeah. it right, fun right. Yeah. and making fun of something that really applies to you all's lives as well. Yeah. We like on our website, Mr. Mrs. Smith Comedy .com, our little slogan is bringing laughter in the world through comedy, you know, because yep. the world needs to laugh a little bit, you know, and, and sometimes put your problems aside and have a good time. And right. And we invite Chantel Ramon's part of the Pimprov. He's there uh, mostly every Friday if he's not doing plays. Um, nice. We to see it because it's such an amazing So it's show. just pimps doing comedy. Yeah. So it's basically <laughs> what happened is these pimps <laughs> took an improv class by accident. They thought it was a play. Oh, that's hilarious. That sounds hella funny. So basically they do a show, you know, they put their chops to, uh, to you know, it's, put it on a show. It's a really funny show. It's, it's, it's every Friday, Friday at 1030 at uh, Chemically Imbalanced Theater. That's like Irving Park. 
1422 West Irving Park. That's how actually we met because one of the I opened up for the pimp prom. One of the pimps became my friend, <laughs> and, he, he, and he introduced me to Ramon, and here we are, married. Yeah. Yeah. What? Five, six years later. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. Cool. Dreams do come true. Five, Aww. six later, five to six years later, and twenty pounds on me. Oh, <laughs> hey, well, it so happens. Yeah, nobody can see you. Those are love pounds. <laughs> Those are love pounds. Uh, Facebook radio. Right. Love so pounds. We ain't we ain't streaming live on TV <laughs> no more, so not to worry about that. It's actually a painting that's hanging up right here right now of a man and woman kissing. That reminds me of y'all. Aww. Aww. Their next is spelling out a heart. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah. The next. It's like a Golden Gate Bridge over there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it does actually. Or Bay Bridge. It does. So, yeah, yeah, so we yeah. thank the Silver Room for letting us have yeah, this here thank you, again. Yeah, Silver Room. Woo! You know, so Silver Room always takes care of the Smiths. You know. Yes, so they do. We got our rings here. Yep, got our rings Thanks here. To Eric. Oh, really? You know, yeah. Actually, nice. had our wedding uh, little Band party. Too. Wedding party. Everything is Silver Room. Everything nice. Silver Room, silver room is wedding awesome. Wedding ring. Our baby is gonna be baptized here. I'm just Maybe. Maybe. Probably so. Maybe. Probably so. Eric will be the priest. That's funny. <laughs> All right. You think about maybe a home birth at the Silver Room? A home right. birth at the Silver Room? Or so gonna actually, have one of those, live. those pool births. In a the pool birth. That's what so I was thinking. A big old kiddie pool. <laughs> not a kiddie pool. You got to get that old steel pool. Oh, yeah. That, that 1800s <laughs> bathing pool that you see in those Western movies. No, actually, that was wooden. Yeah. But you know that maybe the Miss Seeley pool <laughs> right. from Color Purple when she was giving birth. Yeah. You know. It, it's going to be live on TV on Periscope. Live. Mr. and Mrs. Smith have a baby. Got to do everything. Oh. Periscope tweet. <laughs> Should I tell me my doula? Yeah, I'll be the doula. Oh yeah, God. I'll be bringing in, you know, vibes and visions of love. <laughs> Don't call her a guru. Right. While she you're has screaming. A temper. Right, yeah. Right. While you're screaming She's in like, pain. I've worked on it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm working on it through this birth. Right. All of a sudden, the guy pops up. Hello, Chantel. I'm scared. <laughs> Oh Lord. All right. All oh. right. I, I, I got to go. Yeah. Thank go. you guys for tuning in. What, you got to use the bathroom? No, no, bathroom? because I'm going to oh. go crazy with all this thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> say that for uh, your comedy shtick. I want to thank Biggie Smalls for showing up. Yeah, Biggie Smalls is here and the angry black woman and the other Maybe. African dancers. Uh, thank you guys for listening and, and uh, subscribe to us on iTunes and Go visit our website, Mr. Mrs. Smith Comedy.com. Like us on Facebook. Like us on Mrs. Facebook, Mr. And Mrs. Smith Comedy. Uh, check out my other podcast, Beer Quest, uh, if you're interested in how beer is made and stories behind people who open up breweries. Uh, check it out. It's called Beer Quest, and it's on iTunes as well. You have anything on iTunes? No. Nothing on iTunes. I know I should, though. You get something on iTunes. Yeah. Well, well this would be on there. Yeah, there you go. You know, I'm part of this. Or you got so, some yeah. on iTunes now. There we go. There we go. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening and uh, see you, you guys next time. Peace. Thanks for having me. Bye. All right, bye. I ain't gonna argue. I ain't gonna fight. I gave up losing the other night. If I hear those words one more time, go sit very still and scream in my mind. I ain't gonna argue, I ain't gonna fight I give up losing the other night Everything's wrong, everything stinks The only thing that broke a hallelujah is the kitchen sink